Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. It is Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann today. And recently, Nelson Mandela Bay's municipality began calling on residents to submit written proposals for the renaming of municipal streets and buildings. Submissions opened last week and close on the 4th of August. To find out what it's all about, we catch up with the chairperson of the Eastern Cape Provincial Name Changing Committee, a man we know well, Christian Martin. Thanks for joining us, Christian. What's this latest initiative all about? Yes, uh, Darren, um, let us come in there. We are, uh, as you have rightfully said, I'm the Eastern Cape Provincial Geographical Names Committee chairperson. Um, what we are all about is to see how we can name some of our streets, assist in naming some of our streets, buildings, even um, as um, been the case in Kabeja um, from Port Elizabeth. W- um, what we want to do is to encourage our um, citizens in the um, geographical area of Nelson Mandela Bay um, to, if there's name changes going to take place, like your streets, like your buildings, even other areas, um, to encourage encourage people actually to put in an application for that sake. Some of the people obviously would say it's, it's a waste, but l- let me assure you, Darren, coming from um, the history of South Africa, and especially the Nelson Mandela Bay, highly politicized area, I think yourself and the listeners would remember the Truth and Reconciliation uh, program um, on the leadership of the um, late um, Desmond Tutu. What happened is, remember, he gave in a report to the former Nelson Mandela. And there, one of the recommendations was that we will never be able to compensate the people that have actually made the highest sacrifice in this country by their lives, through their lives. So we decided then that why not honor them by naming some streets, some buildings, and some other areas in their honor? Because you can never put any monetary value next to the sacrifice these people have made. So I think the smallest contribution that we um, could, can do is to name some streets, buildings after them. So from there, the motivation to do this. And we should also remember, this is not unique to South Africa. Um, we can go through the world, Darren, then you'd see Mumbai, Bombay, and the changes there. Um, you can go further into Rhodesia, Zimbabwe. I think what um, Zimbabwe have done very good is immediately after their independence, they changed the names, they changed the buildings. Um, so South Africa was, I can say, a little bit late on, on this agenda. Christian, we live in areas where poverty and crime are absolutely rife. One would think that those would be the priorities that the authorities would clamp down on and spend money on. This seems like a bit of a luxury, almost frivolous. 100% 100% right, um, Darren, when you say that we have um, a scorch of crime and many other ills in society, that's why you do have the relevant departments um, that must deal with that. Crime must be dealt with by a subs and the security forces of our country. When it comes to education, buildings, infrastructure, you have a department called uh, the Department of Education, and so I can go on. It's like almost telling us is that to say is that when it comes to the geographical name changes, which forms part of of the chapter nine organizations like your IEC, um, like your South African Human Rights, this is totally a different mandate when it comes to crime because we can never say that we are using the funds 
that should be used for crime. We are not using that funds when it comes to the name changes. We actually don't even use the funds um, of any of those departments. But what we are uh, encouraging the relevant departments, let's take Sunral. Sunral is supposed to change the name of a board. Let's say when you come into Tobeja, then it's Sunral's budget that they must use to change um, that board. It's, it, it, it totally have nothing to do with ourselves. And then uh, just uh, another one on that, Darren. Uh, remember also, when it comes to name changes, it's not something that is nilly-willy being done. Name changes is very important when it comes to um, the dignity. Let me give you an example of dignity. The former... Um, airport was the Haefer Voort Airport. Now, as far as we are concerned, Haefer Voort versus Chief David Stierman. You see, when it comes to the dignity part there, now even the Koi and Sun people can say they form part of the citizenry of um, Tabeja. So, dignity, transformation, belonging. You even feel that we do belong now in this area called Tabeja. Um, and we are just sharing the history um, and the culture of this area. So that is what uh, this name changes will also bring forth. I would rather encourage our citizens to partake than to ignore or try to wish away. Let's form part of this because it's a reality. It's here. We know that change is the most feared thing, but let us rather embrace change than to try to wish it away. Christian, what about small businesses who are affected by this? Off the top of my head, I'm thinking we have a Utenag fish and chip shop, for example. Now there's no longer Utenag, it's, it's Karika. There's an expense uh, that they need to incur. They need to, to make that transition as well. And sometimes when a business is uh, on the breadline, that's an expense they often can't afford. Have you had that reaction? Darren, obviously you will have that reaction, but um, for, for me, General Motors change into Delta, change into Isuzu. And so you can go on name changes are, are, are there. Um, it's, a, it's going to be a once-off change. It's part of your promotion and marketing of your own company. It's a new opportunity to market your company. You don't even have to change your name. Uh, if you want to keep it Utnik, you keep it Utnik. If you want to keep it a Credoc, you keep it Credoc. If you want to keep it Somerset East, you keep it Somerset East. If you want to keep it Port Elizabeth, you do just that. But... When it comes to the actual change of the name, when it comes to government, then the area that we st- that we are standing in here, it was formerly known as Port Elizabeth. People went over, it's called Tabeja, and people are, ch- are doing the relevant changes uh, at the end of the day. The airport was Haefervoort. It became Port Elizabeth. It became um, Chief David Stierman. Changes are there. It's part of our life, Darren. Um, and I just feel that if we can embrace the change for the betterment, because for me, it's a good change. For another person, it's not. So we need to meet each other halfway um, when it comes to these changes. This round of changes, what is affected? Can you pick out some of the areas? You mentioned street names, for example. Uh, that's the first question. Tell us what's likely to be affected by this round of name changes, Christian. And then will there be more rounds of name changes later on? Um, Darren, I, I think I must just uh, actually also um, uh, bring some clarity on one thing. When it comes to the, the, the clarity of the one thing, it is that, remember, we don't change names as the Eastern Cape or the South African Geographical Name Changes um, Council or Committee in our case. Remember, 
people or in applications. And then what we do is, is to look at your application, go on public hearings, uh, public visits to the broader community and inform them that these are the, name, the names that citizens of South Africa want to change. So it's not that, I think this is where the misunderstanding come and this is where the question come of wasteful this and that. We don't change names. There's applications made. It's like Darren would say is that no, Christian, I feel that this new street in a new area, the name should be X, Y, and Z. Or you feel that in wherever in the country a name must be changed from to. You apply to us. We don't change names. We assist the process um, of the names to be changed or not to be changed. Christian, so this current round of name changes then. Is there somewhere that someone can go and look up and see exactly what areas and what assets are affected? And then is there a process whereby objections can be laid? Yes, thanks for that one, Darren. Very important point is there's even time for um, objections. Um, after the name has been in, uh, been gazetted uh, in the government gazette, people have 21 days to put in their objections. Um, they will be going through the objections, but the objections must be relevant to the change of the name. As I've said previously, people would say that now it's a waste of money. That is not an objection. An objection should rather be is that um, this name is derogative of this name is not unifying people. This name is not um, assisting um, nation building, our diversity, our culture, our history. It's like, let's let's take the argument of the airport again. Chief David Stierman, a person wants to keep it as however And then your argument would be it is going to be a waste of money. My argument would be it is actually building as nation building. Um, it's actually assisting in co social coercion and all those other things. So the minister would look at the arguments and from there make an informed decision. People have the opportunity, like happened in Grahamstown, that became Makanda, to go to the court. And the court would even make a decision to say enough consultation took place and the minister is within his right um, to change this name to thee or to that. Do you know until when is there a closing date for possible objections, Christian? As I've said, um, immediately when the minister pronounced in the Gazette, then people will get 21 days um, oh. as to object. I appreciate it. The uh, chairperson of the Eastern Cape Provincial Geographical Name Changes Committee, Mr. Christian Martin, thank you for joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann thank today. You again, Gerald. Bye. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.